Hello, beer cats. My name is Tobias Lanner, and I'm from Sweden. I'm here today with my international friends Musa Kalombe from Zimbabwe and Matija Sarevic from Serbia. We've been here at McKinney now for two semesters, and we're all excited to go home because we face a lot of challenges, such as homesickness. So how do you feel about homesickness, Matija? Well, I'm definitely homesick. Just can't wait to come back to my country and see my parents again and see my family. And I just miss them a lot. Yeah, I understand. Me too. We've been here for a long time now. Especially yeah. you. Like, you didn't go home for... Yeah, that that was a problem, mm-hmm. really. I was really mad. Everybody left and I was the only one who stayed for winter break. And I had a nostalgic... That was the first time you did celebrate Christmas back home, wasn't it? Yeah, that was my first time that I didn't spend Christmas with my f- parents. Yeah, but I I didn't miss my parents that much at the beginning of the school year because everything was new and I was really excited about it. But now I just can't wait to come back. We're really close. I feel you. How about you, Musa? Um, I can't really say that I'm homesick. I mean, I I haven't seen my parents in a while, but when I came here i knew i wasn't gonna see them for a long time so yeah i'd love to see them but i'll just go through it whatever man okay yeah i, I sorry for interrupting you no just uh i talk to my parents every day on like viber app oh yeah and like sometimes we facetime and that kills like homesick but still, there is a little bit of... It's kind of great, though, like how we can use FaceTime, Viber, and all yeah. these apps today. Technology, bro. Yeah, it's it's great. So, however, uh, we're going to talk about the four main struggles for international students, which we have listed. And the first one is the struggle of having to speak a different language. So, how has that affected you, Musa? Um, it's not... Well, it it affects me like every day. Yeah. Because um, most of the people here they speak fast, so I can't really hear what they're saying. Um, it affects me in my classes. Uh, yeah. What about you, Matya? Well, at the beginning it was really hard for me because I didn't used to speak English every single day. And, like, listen to it, because in my country, like, we don't speak English. Did people make fun of your accent? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, they did that. But now they kind of use it, so they don't make fun of it. But still, they they were doing that before. And, yeah, that was a big problem. <laughs> yeah, people laughing at your accent? I, yeah. I, I would say it's sexy. I think it gives you some joy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, girls like it. Yeah, they like the Serbian accent. So <laughs> Definitely. Is it mostly the guys who, who laugh at your accent? <laughs> <laughs> nah. It's just girls. It could be a struggle. Yeah, it, it is a struggle. It is a struggle. Girls are a struggle. Yeah, and at the beginning, I felt that language barrier. When I was at airport, I was asking people where to go, and they would like answer me really quickly. And... I couldn't understand them because they were like speaking too fast. Yeah. And I would just ask, like, ask, uh, pardon me, can you repeat? <laughs> I didn't. It's kind of embarrassing. 
It yeah, happened to me too. Yeah, plenty of times. Oh, give us an example. I mean, there's other examples too. Like when you're in the classroom, I feel like the language makes it a little bit harder to be active in discussions and like interact. Yeah, yeah definitely. They, they all think you're dumb. Yeah, because you like you have to think a bit longer, like what you're about to say. You can hear the condescension. Like as soon as you say something, they think you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just that I can't express it. You know, I know, but yeah. I don't know about that. That might just be you, Musa. Like when it comes to arguing with people, sometimes you know you're having an argument with someone, and it's in English. You know you're gonna lose, cause I never lose. I lose, bro, all the time. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, like, in a class, like, if I wanted to discuss something with my professor, I would just ask him on Serbian, it was it would be a lot easier, but it's on English, and I know some words that I, like, how to say it, and I wouldn't ask them at all, and that's a bad for, like, academic excellence, definitely, yeah. for academics. And that also relates to our second struggle, which is academic performance. Definitely. Uh, which... It's harder for international students. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Mostly because we have athletic scholarships and, like, somebody gets academic scholarships. And in our university, you can only get uh, one scholarship. Like, you can get only athletic or academic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, there's definitely a pressure with... International students, because you need to be good in school, and you need to be good in like sports, and that's like big pressure. Because I didn't used to do homework in my like in high school, and then now I'm just like doing it every single day. You have homework, and you need to go to practice, and you need to go to classes, and it's really hard to like maintain good grades and like good performance in your sport. Yeah, I just feel like. Doing everything in English takes so much more time. Definitely. Like all the reading you have to do, like, just go slower and takes up more time with your school. And I mean, what about you, Musa? Um, academics. Uh, well, I'm Has it gone better or worse compared to back home? Back home, there's a lot of intelligent people, I would say. Okay. Um, I'm not saying people here are dumb, but I'm saying like. Um, Look, um, what do you say, Musa? It's it's kind of like easier here. Yeah, like that's what I usually hear. Like it's easier for international students. Yeah, it is, and um, so it hasn't been very hard for me. I mean, I don't have like a three point six GPA or anything, but I'm satisfied with what I have. I think it's enough. That's good. Mm-hmm. And our third struggle would be kind of the financial problem. Which connects us to, like, academic performance because you need to, like, they expect from you to be a good athlete or, like, good student. And if you're not, you just lose your scholarship. And that's, like, a really big pressure for us. Exactly. And then we're talking about financial aid, which is a third struggle. I mean, college is expensive for international students. Yeah, and this is a private college, so... Yeah, that makes it even more expensive. Mm-hmm. But it's like a lot of costs. And I mean, it's just stressful to... Like, I don't know, like, not know if you will be able to 
keep going to the school like if you will be able to pay for it yeah definitely yeah you could just drop out any second you know if you don't have enough money no people here don't understand about financial problem like with international students mm-hmm. because I mean, everyone doesn't have good economy back home yeah here. most of countries have bad economics like mine i don't know about your i i think yours is also no actually <laughs> we have like one of, it's it's in the top 20 for the best <laughs> GPAs in no, okay, I'm, in I'm gonna give example of my country. Like, mm, average salary is four. Did I just say GPA? Oh, <laughs> I wanted to say GDP. Lapses. Yeah, yeah, GDP. Yeah. And like, mm, average salary in my country is like $450, and people don't understand that. And they're like, yeah, you have high scholarship. Why are you, why are you like concerned about it? I just, I, <laughs> people like, People earn four hundred dollars per month, and like, That's how crazy. can you pay for college? And Can't he, believe you're here. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> high scholarship. What should I say? <laughs> what about you, Tobias? What do you think about financial aid? I think it's hard. It's like I don't know. Like just having to pay for everything. I I would like to have an extra job, for example. Mm-hmm. But we're not allowed to have job outside of school. Yeah, which actually gives you a good salary, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of costs like paying us for the uh, airplane tickets, going back and front for like Europe, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, that definitely. How much is your t- plane ticket? It's about a thousand dollar. Thousand? Yeah, same with me, but like, I can find cheaper tickets. Like, or I pay for mine six hundred dollars, but it's still expensive, and it's like. People say, "Oh, you have full ride." No, it's not full full ride. They don't include flight tickets. They don't include like I think food, books, everything. Like you have to pay for. Yeah, you need to pay for snacks. Books is not included. And you, when you come here, you only have one like bed, and you need to buy sheets. You need to buy microwave. You need to buy a fridge. Yeah, like you have nothing literally when you get there. Yeah, you need to basically. buy a phone number and pay monthly. I don't know how how much do you pay? I pay like forty dollars per month. Yeah, something like that's that. That's like the cheapest. But it adds up. And Actually, I pay nineteen bucks per month. Wow, Musa, <laughs> you gotta give me that. Yeah, is that a T-Mobile? No, it's um, like a mobile. Oh, I never heard about that one. Yeah, it's a upcoming thing. I oh, mean, okay, we, I see. We're poor, right? We come from very poor nations, so why go for forty bucks? Um, phone number. Okay, okay. So, moreover, we have our last struggle, which is the culture changes, which for me has been pretty difficult, at least in the beginning, because coming here, almost everything was completely different. And not to talk about the food, for example, it's so different. Like, it's my first thoughts when I got here was greasy, just disgusting, and like there were no options to live healthy. Yeah, and especially for us athletes, w- like nutrition is the main thing. And like I was shocked when I got in, like dessert soda in the cafeteria. Yeah, and like burgers and there were desserts. Yeah, I never ate my like I would eat burger once per month. Now it's daily thing, and that's bad for you, especially like athletes. You eat it daily, say? Yeah, daily. See, that's crazy. How do you feel about that, Musa? Um, the food, well... I feel like that could be very different from back home in Africa. Yeah, it is different. Like, I think food is different everywhere. But I'm saying, like, um, 
the most important thing about food is you know how they say like too much of anything is bad for you yeah exactly so i guess it's just rationing yourself you know i mean it's hard i remember the first two weeks i came here i probably gained like i don't know 10 pounds yeah. or something and then I, that, that's a yeah stereotype yeah whatever but i gained that and then i had to work out to lose it because it was the first time i was living by myself and eating all that disgusting stuff like you say so yeah the the most challenging thing for me has been the technology, technology. just integrating it into my life you know explain it, more what do you mean like back home it's not really a big deal um we do have apps like snapchat we don't have apps like Tinder. i mean you have phones back home right of course Tobias we yeah. have phones thank you so much so um apps like tinder and match we don't have those but we have like facebook snapchat yeah. and they're not like a big part of a teenager's life i mean some people use them but i didn't use them that much but when i came here it's all about yeah it, it, almost everyone uses them everyone uses them and then there's this sort of like rules about using them that you have to know you know yeah and that yeah thing. keeping up with uh streaks on snapchat like we don't use that we have snapchat but we don't use that like keeping streaks and uh like we use instagram and facebook yeah yeah mm. and here only old people use facebook <laughs> like yeah yeah you, pretty if, much if you message someone on facebook they just think you're weird yeah it's like it's the old thing for them yeah in my country old people like don't you don't know how to use a cell phone at all they just know how to call and that's it and here like grandparents use facebook know everything about iphone and how to use yeah we can say smartphone yeah yeah i know my grandparents back home does not have a smartphone yeah mine neither why do they need that and i was i noticed how people dress here people will come in flip-flops glasses or pajamas and i would be really shocked because like in my country if you would come to like flip-flops or pajamas you you would be like immediately kicked out like yeah, go back really? and change yeah definitely do you have like an oppressive government or something man <laughs> yes yes we have oh, oh. something wrong with that no well there is something wrong with that <laughs> oh, really? what about youtube bus yeah i mean people dress a lot different back home like you would not show up in flip-flops yeah, and is, just yeah. that's what that's what pants back home because that would just be disrespectful kind of yeah people will look at you and it would be like you don't do that yeah like you you don't have to dress up like you can put on a pair of jeans maybe a shirt like when you do it here people like immediately like ask you like oh you dressed up today yeah you just what no this is just how you dress normally i mean it's just different i guess You're definitely different So I think that's uh, all for us today from uh, Musa, Mattia and me. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and have a good day. Goodbye. Goodbye.